These delicate strips of film are the materials which record and transmit the creations of Hollywood. We're talking pictures. <laughs> Guys, welcome to Talking Pictures Podcast. It is a podcast on Spotify and Apple, and we do and we do talk about movies. And my name is Dave. My name is Evan. Hey guys, welcome back. And hi guys, welcome back. And this is episode after, There's it happens after 23. No, no, we're at 25 now. We're bro. at 25? Yes. We hit the quarter. It's pretty good. It's a little too self-congratulatory for just 25, but it's okay. That's it. A softer clap. <laughs> a golf clap, if you will. <laughs> you remember being 25? Um, so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, guys, welcome. And if you're 25, you're listening. Thank you so much for listening. In and if you're listening yeah. in general, yeah, thank you, thank yeah, you so sure. much. Yeah. yeah, no, that's huge too. <laughs> uh, if you're any other age, thank you. <laughs> yeah, get out of here if you're five. Um, I want to. Uh, tonight's gonna be a good night. Uh, we got a lot of movies to talk about. Okay. Yeah, we've yeah. got. Okay, we've got. We got a couple good ones. What's the slate? What's on the slate? You tell me. We have the latest and greatest MCU flick, The Marvels. Mm-hmm. We also have David Fincher's latest film, The Killer. And lastly, we have Netflix's new campy melodrama, May December, starring Julianne Moore yeah. and Natalie Portman. We also have a couple yeah. record tracks thrown in there, Saltburn, yeah. Dream Scenario, and Best Christmas Ever. Yeah. So <laughs> we're all over the map tonight. And you know what's Dude, there was a lot of but it's a good movies map. that came out recently. We should just like tip our the top of our tips to them. Napoleon... You know, I haven't seen it. Oh, wait, let's talk about that, too. I saw that. You did. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to pass out. Okay, let's talk about Napoleon as well. Yeah, let's, I, saw, I did see that one as well. Let me open up my tabs. Forgettable. Uh, Napoleon. Spelled wrong. Um, so we're going to talk about that. But there was, not, a bunch, there was a couple others that I can't think of right not now. Not so dynamite. But, uh, okay. But, um, yeah, it's just been like... You know, it's tough. It's tough. It's the end of the year, man. Yeah, it tough, is the you know? Oscar bait. It is every studio trying to push out their films. Yeah. Christmas season. Everyone's home out. from school. Everyone's mm-hmm. home from work. We just got to throw everything in the theater. Uh, how have you been, though, bro? I, I've been good. You've I've had a birthday good. since our last podcast. I did. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. You I are did. 34. I am 34 years Look of at age you. now. Yeah, I've been on Welcome this Welcome to the 34 Club. Thanks, bud. It's yeah. huge. Yeah, it feels good. It's a weird, you also, it's a you've age. beaten Jesus now. Yeah, that's what they said. And right? Bruce Lee. I think I said that once back in February when I turned 34. Yeah, so, and then I probably you know brought up Bruce Lee and here we are again. And it's not my turn. You know, yeah. there's a vicious circle. Mm-hmm. Cycle? Circle? It's like, yeah. Brandon Lee? Cycle. Sure. Uh, yeah, dude. It's a, it's a weird birthday. It's like a, it's, there's nothing, it's like a nothing birthday. You know? It really is. 35 is a, is a birthday, but 34 is like... I don't even know if that's a real birthday. You don't think so? Probably won't even mention it next year. Okay. You know? We won't celebrate it. Just... <laughs> oh my God, God forbid you tell me it's your birthday next year. Yeah, don't do yeah, that. I'm getting you nothing. Okay. I don't want anything. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. Um, you just got good. back from Quebec City, though. I did. I got back from Quebec. Right. Um, I'm wearing a hat that I bought there. It's the Quebec, not uh, Northman. Nordiques. Nordiques. Yeah, and I go. thought it was really cool. And it was like an old yeah. uh, an old hockey team from like the 90s. And I thought it was pretty sick. You know, so I bought When it. you were still alive. I was still alive. Thank you. Yeah. They know. <laughs> 34. Still might not have been the right word there. It was a great time, man. It was beautiful. Were you still alive then? <laughs> In 95? Yeah. 
Yeah. You were alive. It's not just still. Uh. <laughs> were you still? Yeah, dude, wrong, I don't know. What Leave is that, adverb? Leave me alone. <laughs> Let me be still alive for once. But it's it great, man. You went to a different country. Yeah. You got detained by customs. You fell in love. It was a great time. It was a great time. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. I've been crying since I got back. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Um, Not even privately. No, okay. openly. Just yeah, the middle of the I've road. I've been going in the cafes and 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 crying. Oh, in the middle of the road too. Yeah, yeah. that, yeah, that was that was pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. At least everyone drove around you. <laughs> Quebec was beautiful, man. That I was really had a great time. It was very cold, but I like cold. Um, let's get into the birthdays. How are you? Doing? I, I think I'm okay. How are you doing? You know, Excuse me. Celebrating your life. Wow, I'm here. an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh Ask me how I am. Same level of effed up I was last time. So <laughs> how are you doing? Don't don't care. Great. Going, you know whose birthday is um, it? It is besides your own. Um, happy birthday, Dave! Uh, happy birthday, Zendaya! And happy birthday! This is what <laughs> I hope I go to the same birthday page every time, and it opens up, and I really don't know what their algorithm is. Okay, but it's seemingly they just like pick people that are currently famous or have been ever, and they just I don't even know if they they just it's throw them up. Sound business model. So. Number two, but they rank them by like number. So they rank the people by yeah, number. So one, base. two, three, four, five, all the way. So number two is Charm Norris. Charm Norris is a YouTube star, and is they... Chuck Norris's son or daughter, <laughs> maybe Charm Norris. That's crazy. If Chuck is still pumping them out. He's like ninety-eight. If anyone could do it, Chuck could do it. Chuck that man's a couple. Yeah, you're right, yeah. dude. I'm sorry, Chuck. If you're listening, you know you've already. Well, it's uh, not like the the Charm was born today. Charm was born four years ago. Okay. Charm is four years old. I right, said so Charm. <laughs> Chuck is pumping him out of 94 then. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. You didn't know the age. I was laughing so hard. You didn't hard, let me guess. But I know. I'm so <laughs> sorry. That would have been better. Charm Norris, four years old, YouTube star. God bless you. <laughs> Happy birthday, wow. bud. I don't know what the... Why? Happy birthday, why Charm. Why the fuck is that listing that? I have no idea. Anyway, that's the, like the second thing. <laughs> so stupid. Kelly Abura Jr., um, Kelly Oubre Jr. He's yeah. a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm going to get down to the actual some people. Kurt Angle. Ooh, wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yes. How old is he? Ooh, um, former Olympian. I'm going to go 48. And he looks. Nah, he's older than that. I'm going to go 55. Uh, that's exactly how old he is. Yes. Nice work. Yes. Wow, you're really good at this. He played uh, the crazy fighter in Warrior. You know the. Oh, one he that, did. Yeah, that was that guy. Oh, that's dude. He's he was good yeah, in that. He was. Huh? Good. Yeah, uh, Cujo, I thought he was. was um, uh, I thought he was uh, like a UFC fighter, but he turns out he's a wrestler. That's wrestler, nice. and he he did win he some probably, Olympic medals, I believe. Yeah, uh, Judy Dench. Ah, the great dame herself. Mm-hmm. Wow, she's got to be at least eighty-seven. She is eighty-nine years old. Okay, thank you, Judy, for all you've all done right. and all you continue to do. Yeah. Uh, she still got it. Wow, and the dude, you got to see the pictures they use. Jesus. Uh, Felicity... Was Judy Dent ever young looking? No, okay. I don't remember her ever being young, right? Right. But I mean, that's so weird. Some of them I just don't remember being young. Probably never was, right? But like, maybe if you think about Sean Connery, I I can picture him being young. Of course, we can. But like, he was why young, can't though. you picture Judy Dench or uh, Merrick Garland? Who's Merrick Garland? <laughs> Merrick Garland, Supreme Mayor Court Justice. Garland. That's the Philadelphia mayor. Who are you talking about? I have about? no idea why I said that. <laughs> Like, what is the name? Uh, Mayor John Street. Whatever. Old people. Like, you know, you, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> Kirk Douglas. Kirk? Yeah. Born this day. Is he still kicking? No. 
Mm. Died three years ago. So he was at least ninety-seven. He was up there, man. Yeah. What's this? What's this? Uh, it doesn't. It just what's his birth year? Nineteen sixteen. So quick. Oh math. wow, hundred and seven. Good for Kirk. No. What? <laughs> hundred and seven. No, I get this can't be correct. I'm moving on. Felicity Hoffman. Is she, is she in jail still? I don't know. This picture doesn't seem like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's 58. 61. Okay. Uh, let me go down to a couple more and get these in here before we get before we get run out of time. Um, John Malkovich. 66. 70. All right. Yeah, he He's breached. looked the same for 20 years. Yeah, he doesn't change. He looks great. Simon Helberg. From... Annette. You would know his face. Yeah, I think so. From Annette and that Big Bang Theory. That, he, yeah, yeah. 47. He's 43? Okay. Dude, those people are up there. That's fucked up. All right, let's just jump over to a couple movies <laughs> That's real how quick. time works. Happy birthday, Brokeback Mountain. 2005. Exactly correct. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Scarface. 82. 83. Wow. <sighs> but But good for you. Good for you. Good for you. The movie? <laughs> I'm twins. That movie came out two years ago. Good for you. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, starring Mayor Garland. Twins? <laughs> Ooh. 92. 88. That came out before right? we were born. Weird, huh? Man, I watched it as yeah. a kid, though. And then the last one, The Descendants. Oh, with uh, Clooney. John Ma- yeah. Uh, 2011. Look, wow. Yeah, I remember when that came out. There's also yeah. another one after this called Holiday in Handcuffs, but I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, so. uh, happy birthday happy to Red Tube. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping me up way past my bedtime. <laughs> happy birthday Uh-oh. to all these beautiful people. And, you know, every time. Pretty good I, movies. I say it every single time. Um, without your work, we would probably wouldn't remember what you've done. So I don't know what we'd be talking about. Yeah, no, yeah. So, so thank you. Yeah. You give us you get us paid. And Judy Dench, call me. So we've got a couple movies. <laughs> oh wait, you wanna play a game? You wanna play a game? I do. I sure. Which game do you want to play? Trouble? Sorry? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Getting in trouble. Remember that? Remember <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> so every episode, Dave and I play a game where I read off the latest tidbits and trivia pieces of news. To Dave's ears, and Certainly we see if they are Come. new to his ears or just you know old news. Um, but I have twelve tidbits for you, bro, and I don't think we're gonna get through all twelve. We sure are. But you know, no, what? I'm actually gonna do this. We can actually try. Yeah, I'm actually for once. Are you ready for this? I am ready. Hit the buzzer or Ooh, I gotta hit the timer. The, I gotta hit the timer. Yeah, right? I'm ready. I'm locked sixty in. seconds on the clock. Dave, score this. One, being not excited. Ten, being very excited. Remember that words are not allowed during this game. Only numbers. Even though numbers... <laughs> Sorry, Even though numbers are words when you speak That's them out. That's been a rule this whole time. <laughs> God, I talk too much. All right. All right. One minute on the clock. Let's go. And let's do it. Alien Romulus. The upcoming entry in the Alien franchise is set to take place between the events of the first two films. 10, 10, 10. 10. Sorry. <laughs> I had you an alien. <laughs> Nicholas Holt reportedly in talks to play Lex Luthor mm, in yeah. Superman Legacy. You know, I just watched f- 10. Sorry. <laughs> Nintendo is making a live action Legend of Zelda movie. Ten, 12. The Bear renewed for season 3. 13. 
Jake Gyllenhaal's Roadhouse remake might skip a theatrical release, suffering from intense behind-the-scenes drama. <laughs> You've seen Roadhouse? The OG? Yeah. Was no. Swayze? No. no. Uh, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder reportedly wants to direct a Daredevil solo movie for the MCU. Re- 10, 12, 13. Tom Holland confirms he might not return as Spider-Man. Oh, one. Twilight reboot director wants Jacob Elordi and Jenna Ortega as Bella Swan and Ed Cullen. Jesus, that scared the piss out of me. <laughs> uh, no, zero. Fuck you. Mads Mikkelsen reportedly in talks to play Doctor Doom in the MCU. Yeah, baby. Ten. Fantastic Four to reportedly feature a female Silver Surfer. And I think I've, I've said Where's this. your little guy at over there? Uh, yeah, 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 don't. God damn it. This is, uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't, it's just like. Pedro we don't Pascal. have to talk about it, but it's like, don't do that. Don't, you don't need, this is all I'll say about it. Pedro you Pascal in final negotiations to play Mr. Fantastic. Out of sure. And One. Javier Bardem, Five. reportedly the top choice for a Galactus. <laughs> laugh every time and I don't know why I could just like him like gigantic Bardem up there yeah no very funny why is he talking like this that's my Bardem it's not good where's my Bardem that's not good that's good let me hold on let me one more time I will Bardem that's good alright well no, whatever it's insulting uh, no it's not how does he talk you just still I can't talk like Javier Bardem I would not disrespect yeah, him yeah so don't you. if you can't do it then don't do it <laughs> Happy birthday, Dave. He turned six. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Yeah. Here, here's what I'll, all I'll say about a couple things Sorry, real quick. game's over. <laughs> and I fucking... I won that one. There was a couple ones. I stopped myself a couple times. You remember? So... I'm pretty sure I said the rules is one to ten, and you gave at least four thirteens. <laughs> no. I can't. Ten's not enough. We got to do this. We got to get bigger numbers in here, bud. One to thirty. Ten is enough for most. So... Great work, man. That was a good. That was a fun one. What do you mean, great work? I just read questions. You failed. What is happening? You, you lose switch game. seats. I just spit, spit all over your microphone <laughs> and your face. Yeah, fuck you. I felt that <laughs> right between the eyes. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Is it raining in here? Yeah. <laughs> that probably got on camera. I'm Let's talk slow. about the I'm Marvels. I'm gonna slow it down in slow motion. Can we talk about the Marvels? Uh, yeah, we sure can, man. We sure can. I kind of want us leave. Wow, we sure can. Not my cab. I cut. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you were doing. This is a fun one. I'm having fun tonight. Um, oh, God, the pictures. Can I just say, all right, you want to talk about the Marvels? We should probably aim at the Marvels, right? Yeah. You're right. Uh, uh, how about May, December, the killer, the Marvels? Let's start with May, December. Okay. All right, how about we get into uh, May, December? Let's start there. Okay. Why are you so hesitant? Because I said yes. <laughs> I didn't say no. You're just like not new info. I thought we were uh, going to edit that out. So let's uh, edit what out? The part where we're trying to decide what movie we're talking oh, about. Oh, no, first. I love that. Okay. <laughs> All of this is staying in. <laughs> okay. Here we go. May, December. You may. You might not. <laughs> this is the IMDb. And I think there's is that the letterbox tagline. No, <laughs> no. You may not December. Why is this? You may or may not December. Um, directed by uh, Todd Haynes. Writers is Sammy Birch, Alex McMichlin. 
Um, Simon Birch wrote this movie? Sammy. Sammy oh, Birch. Okay. Natalie Portman, Chris, Texas, Chris Tenzis, and Charles Melton are stars. And they Sorry? don't mention... Who is that? Charles Melton, Melton and Chris Tenzis. And they don't say Julianne Huff once here. Why would Julianne Huff be in this movie? More. Julianne Moore. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. That's so weird, right? Why? It doesn't matter. She, was, she probably didn't want to attach herself to this drab. 20 drab. years ago... After their notorious, this is the IMDb. Twenty years after their notorious, it came out in twenty twenty three. It's rated R. Twenty years. Keep talking. I will. <laughs> Sorry, you building another studio over there. Twenty years after the the their notorious big tabloid romance gripped the nation, a married couple buckles under pressure when an actress arrives to do. Re- I'm almost out of breath. Arrives to do research for a film about their past. So that's that. The um, uh, letterbox. That's what the movie's about. Yeah, all right. The letterbox is twenty years. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> pandemonium, Pearl Harbor. To twenty years after their notorious tabloid, Evan is just fucking around over there. <laughs> if you hear any noises, he's just like <laughs> breaking shit. He'd love May December so much. Twenty years after notorious tabloid romance gripped the nation, a married couple buckles under pressure. Of another. It's not even a married couple. What's happening? They're married. You want to talk about this? What? They were married. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I thought. It was, <laughs> I guess. Well, I thought we were talking about her ex-husband at one point. Did you guys see this? Did you guys like this? Follow us. Subscribe. This was like number one movie on Letterbox for the last week or so. Wild. Yeah, yeah. the IMDb rating is seven point one out of ten. And look then, at Netflix or look at um, Letterbox. Uh, it doesn't say where it's at here for like the ratings. That's weird. They don't have it no. on the page. Four point zero, man. That is. Well, let's talk about it. Uh, 3.9 as of Let's this. talk about it. That's like my 4.0. That's uh, my GPA. Um, <laughs> let's talk about it, dude. Um, I watched this three you days ago. You want to go first? Go yep, first. I watched yeah. this three days ago. You did. Um, I, I've, this sucked. <laughs> dude, this sucked. Eloquence. The music. Let's talk. I'll start there. I was cracking the cup. It ripped me out of it so hard. There's a shot where Julianne Huff is in the fucking. Why is she Julianne Huff? What do you mean? Julianne is more or Julianne less in the Moore. in the kitchen. She's more or less in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Julianne Huff is more or less standing. It wasn't in the a great kitchen. No, and she's standing there, and like she tells her her husband that's. By the way, this movie's about like fucking pedophilia. She's a predator. So well, it's based on a true story. It is. Yeah. It was like a huge story. Well, that changes things. Okay. Yeah. Not really. So, like, she's standing in the kitchen. She opens the refrigerator and she says, like, there's no music playing. We need more she's hot dogs. Like, we need more hot dogs. <laughs> like, the craziest, <laughs> awful synth thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they just zoom in on her face, like, thinking about, I guess, dicks. Is that, like, was that what that was for? Probably no, not. No, I don't just, think so. I think they just needed hot dogs. I think they were trying to be funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you think it's... So you mentioned campy. Why do you think yes. this is campy? I mean, this movie's 100% camp. I took it serious all the so time. So this movie's wow, supposed I to be... Laugh this, mo- this movie's supposed to be funny. Uh, most of the reviews I've read is this is what? the funniest movie of the year. And even <gasps> Netflix describes this as coming out of ca- uh, can. Can? Con? I believe so. I always butcher that. Can I ask? Can I ask? Um, uh, The most fun movie you'll see at the festival this year. And I didn't have one ounce of fun. Dude. Not at all. Didn't that didn't find it funny? No. May have laughed once. That's so strange. And it's the 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 music. You're right. 
just completely took me out of every scene. Yeah. But if it's supposed to be seen in some sort of funny and campy way, I can see why they would have that. Yeah. But since I, yeah. none of the dramatic stuff or none of the comedic stuff worked, it just felt like, why is this awful music backdropping this otherwise very serious subject? Yes. So it's just like, it didn't, this didn't work for me at all. Yeah. So Natalie Portman, I did not think was good at all. No. I don't know if she was purposely purposely being bad, which is what I've read a lot of reviews that she was supposed to portray a bad actress, and that's why that's she was insane. being bad. So my question for you, like going into this, is like I don't get camp, and nope. we talked about this a little bit back in January when Megan came out. Because I think that might have been the last campy movie that we've seen. Mm-hmm. That didn't work for me. I think that worked a little bit more for you. It did. Um, I don't. Last. I don't get camp. So I'm watching this, <laughs> and it's supposed to be. See, but the, the subject matter and just the what's on screen doesn't scream camp. It, but that's how everyone yeah. I think outside of you and I in this room are taking this even the directors that's and the so writers bizarre. they're like i tried to write a comedy and i'm like that's not funny <laughs> no here's why i think it's tough is because it's beautifully shot there are some good shots there's some like great shots with him with these monarch butterflies like uh, the butterflies like, were shot well i particularly did not like how this movie was shot but oh but i mean but i mean like if it was shot yeah like I don't know, scream or like it wasn't. There was there was some cinematography, whatever they were doing. Like it looked beautiful. There was a haze over it. Like it looked right. great. Yeah. I, I guess like it didn't. It wasn't the best thing in the world. But what right. I'm saying is like it certainly didn't look camp. It didn't look like a comedy. So Correct. I'm I'm settling into this tough topic with this beautiful shots and like pretty heavy duty. I, I thought Natalie Portman was fine. That monologue she gives, like this one this one take of her doing that. I watched yeah, she that, did good there. I watched that twice. I was like, yo, she was... Yeah, she did good there. Really good. So, I don't know. Maybe film it differently, make it funny, and like now I'll just... I'll be able to relax. Like, this is kind of loose and right. you know, they're doing bits or whatever. But no. <laughs> no, not that at all. I was right. just more confused than bored. Like, I didn't I didn't think it was I dramatic. Was very It bored. wasn't funny. I was just like, this is nothing. And now I'm mad. <laughs> so, like, what a waste of my goddamn time. What the hell? Yeah, I was very, I was very bored throughout. Um, I think it was supposed to put Charles Melton, who plays the, I believe he's maybe twenty, I think it's thirty three at this point. So he plays yeah. the character who was thirteen when Julianne Moore, who was I think thirty six or thirty seven, yeah, fell in love with him and started this relationship with. So now it's twenty years later when he's thirty three, and he plays this character that is hasn't really questioned the last 20 years of his life. And when Natalie Portman shows up and kind of starts probing and investigating, he's his world starts to unravel. But I just don't think they did a good job of capturing him unraveling. Nope. So he plays this very precocious, very naive, very innocent person. And you can kind of see a lot of his childishness and immaturity still in the present day. And you kind of see that get stripped away throughout, but I feel like a movie just more focused on him and more about that innocence and the fact that he was never able to process what happened to him and never able to just talk about it with anyone. I think a movie better suited to that and more a dramatic movie rather than the campy melodramatic film that we got, Mm -hmm. I think would have been better. Like he's in talks of when best supporting actor 
this year. So which he he what? did it. He, so, so he did a good job, but like I wouldn't think this is a memorable turn. So no, no. Which it's just that such a strange film, and as we said before, the the edit the music cuts interspersed throughout this movie when every scene would 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 jump from one scene to the next it just it completely took me out because there would be some like good dramatic lines of exchanges and bouts of exchange and then that it would be a sharp edit with that music and i'm like wow i'm back at square one this this is not good yeah every single time i i I don't know man i I was really at a loss i I really did not get it i don't get it and maybe watching it, I don't know, I don't want to watch it again. But if I were to watch it again under the gaze of, under the lens of, oh, this is supposed to be funny and I'll take it seriously, then maybe it would be, I could laugh at it. Right. But I won't be laughing because of it ever. Yeah. Like, that's for <laughs> sure, you know? It's so weird because, Wild. like, Todd Haynes directed Carol as well. And Carol's not anywhere near in the realm of this film. Uh, Rooney Mara, Kate Blanchett. Oh, yeah, movie lesbian romance from a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. which is uh, which is just fantastic, and it doesn't seem like this is like the same director and same creative team behind it. And it's just it's interesting that he Todd Haynes chose this path to make a movie because it seems like it would be great material for a heavy dramatic film. Like this yeah. is a big tabloid story back in the 90s like this was a big deal but it's this true story it just seems like it would have been better suited for an actual you know as much as the biopics recently haven't been good but a you know a pretty good biopic yeah um he also directed the velvet underground documentary two years ago uh like oh, yeah. lou reed and and yeah. which is incredible like what a fantastic documentary so like he has a lot of talent i just I just didn't. This didn't work for me. I, I didn't understand what he was doing and why he was doing it. And this is coming from someone who loves Julianne Moore. I thought she was really good in this. Um, Natalie Portman, I'm a big fan of, even though I didn't think she was good in this. But you have a lot of heavy hitters. It just, man, it just did, did not play. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. You know, sometimes like there's those there's those movies that are kind of like Oscar bait and. Um, Sorry, let's go track attack yes. by a dragonfly. Yeah, I was gonna say, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Sometimes there's sometimes there's sometimes there's these Oscar movies that like come out and it's just like everyone raves about them, and I'm like, man, I just don't get it. Yeah, and I felt like you felt similarly about yeah. that a couple years ago with Parasite, where you were like, oh, that was good, but not great. Like, whereas I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I need to rewatch. Parasite um, for sure. but there's every now and then there's that movie that comes out where it's just like. Man, what is? Am I missing something? Yeah. Like, but like, it's funny because we love prestige movies, we love the Oscar yeah. movies, and it's just weird that there's some movies that kind of like slip through the cracks of our consciousness where they just don't resonate. And this seems to be one of them for me. I watched it with my girlfriend. And we were like, "This is, wow, this is not working. This is really bad." And we were both watching it, and we like movies like this. Yeah. So it's just, it's just weird. strikes me as strange. I should have to watch a movie, and when I'm done, someone tell me like, "Oh, it was supposed to be a comedy." Like, oh, oh, now, okay, great. Let me rewatch this again. What? You know what? Like, I, I thought of Todd Field's Tar watching this, where oh, as yeah. Todd Field's Tar, like, I laughed a lot during Tar. Mm-hmm. I know that was a drama, but Tar actually had some comedy and some, some moments where you're supposed to laugh, and it worked. This movie didn't have that. Yeah. It was, if you're intending it to be a melodramatic camp, 
did not work. Yeah. Whereas it's just like you could have made a tar esque drama with some comedy in it, which I think could have played a little bit better. Well, yeah. And man, just uh, overall, I probably in like the two out of five camp. You know. Yeah. Somewhere I'm, I'm around those hard, lines. I'm a hard one. I'm a I'm a wow, rock hard one, man. Basement. I really don't like this film at all, right. dude. I was kind of just like, no, please, I don't even rock know why. Hard one. Like, hard as a horse. Um. So, Pony, yeah, I'm done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. The next movie we're talking about is another comedy called The Killer. And <laughs> <laughs> those jokes were killer. Yeah. All right, Julianne Hough, keep working. So, um, this movie is called The Killer, and it is David Lynch, Fincher. And... I'm just going to butcher everything in that, right? <laughs> David Fincher yeah. hasn't made a film David since... Lyncher. <laughs> <laughs> What was the last David Finch movie? Finchy. Mank. Mank? Yeah, about Herman Mankiewicz, the guy who wrote um, Citizen Kane. Hmm. Sorry, Gary Oldman, I think, in 2020. Mark? Mank. There's Herman. a movie called Mark as well. I don't know what Mark is, but it's, it's a, Mank. It's in black and white. With yeah, it's Oldman. Mank. <laughs> it's not Mank. <laughs> it's Herman Mankiewicz, the man who wrote Citizen Kane. Don't you look to the, the camera. T- don't you look for audience? <laughs> approval movie's called your... the killer yeah sorry <laughs> who sorry who is in this movie michael, michael clayton yeah you gotta get these names <laughs> get these names wrong Why? Too? no he's michael fassbender i don't know who clayton is michael fassbender Tilda michael swinton. fassbender is in this michael fassbender Tilda. Tilda. i love tilda tilda swinton <laughs> and charles parnell i like him too yeah. top gun what all right top gun maverick um, oh yeah, yeah. It's Charles Barnett as what? One of the guys. Okay. <laughs> so this movie's an hour and fifty-eight minutes long, and this is the IMDb. After a fate, not bad. I mean, after a fateful near miss, an assassin battles his employers and himself. Near miss. Yeah, that was a miss, <laughs> that was a miss dog. A miss. An assassin battles. Excuse me. Angina. An, an assassin battles his employers and himself on an international manhunt. He insists isn't personal. <laughs> this is the letterboxed. Execution is everything. I like it. After a fateful near miss and assassin battles and plays himself in a national assassin person. Um Yeah. I thought this was dope. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I wanted to love it. I didn't love it. Correct. But I thought it was really good. We're on the same page tonight. This is dope. This okay, is good. good. I wanted, I love those episodes. I'm somewhere between three point five and four. Agreed. Maybe a four. I, I, think it's a four. I know I'm flirting back and forth. I think if it had a stronger ending, I would have pushed it up to a four. Yeah, but agreed. I think when he has dinner with Tilda, I think the movie kind of peaks there. Yeah, because that scene's so good, it's so and Tilda's so good. Yeah. Um, a couple scenes of this, a couple scenes from this movie, like rank up there with David Fincher filmography mm-hmm. for me. That battle brawl in florida with the with the brute yeah, as they call him insane. yeah just impeccably shot yeah like unbelievable yeah he had such a great idea for this film and i don't think he fully captured what he was going for mm-hmm. to be honest I agree. but i think he he had a great collection of scenes if that makes sense yeah so i i don't know if the sum was better than the parts, but some of the parts were awesome. Yeah. I mean, David Fincher, I mean, director of Gone Girl, Fight Club, Seven, Social Network. I mean, he's done some of the best. Yes. Zodiac. This doesn't rank anywhere near those movies for me, but you put that 
Florida fight scene with the brute. It's you put that right up there. So you dope. put that scene where he's talking with Tilda Swinton at dinner. Yeah. Right up there. You did the scene where him and Charles Parnell, who plays the lawyer, yes. are talking in the office yeah. with the secretary in the bathroom. Yep. Like so good. Like really just like great stuff. As much as I love Fassbender, and he was great, and just like he just not a memorable character for me, you know. Just okay. um, yeah, I don't want to keep going. But what do you think? What do you think? Um, I, I was kind of waiting for the Finchiness to happen. Like there were like a lot of Finchins, as I like to call Finchins movies. Finchins, fin- Finchies. They're Finches. Um, he like there's like a twist or something, right? Like what's in the box or whatever. Is that? That's him. Okay. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of twists that happen. Dragon Gone tattoo. Girl. Don't let me forget dragon tattoo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that you or me? Something that was me. just happened. Um, someone just got notified that. So I have a bill due. Yeah, Sally May. Um, so not you. So <laughs> don't project. Yeah, uh, don't uh, I was waiting for some finchiness to happen, and it doesn't. There. Uh, sorry, but there's not like a very even keel moment. It just kind of goes. I'm like, oh, we get the story. It was like a character study. It was. Yeah, which is why it's called the killer. Guy, the killer. Yeah, so which I loved. Um, I mean, I didn't that that, that first near miss is like, oh shit, because you he talks it up. He has this incredible monologue. First twenty minutes are fantastic. about being dope as hell. As first twenty assassin. minutes are fantastic, and then it's like, oh fuck, yeah, and then we're off to the races. So, yeah, real good stuff. Yeah. Um but I was just waiting for something like to happen, and it it doesn't. You and know what this reminded me of? Like, I don't know if you saw the movie, but Steven Steven Soderbergh's Haywire. No, from, with Gina Carana from a ways back. No, where it's a she, someone tries to take her out, and she like plays an assassin. Someone tries to take her out, they yeah. fail, and she picks off everyone that okay. led to her assassination attempt one by one. Yeah, and Fassbender's in that too. They have a great fight in the oh, hotel yeah? room. Yeah, very early on in Fassbender's career, but it reminded me of that a little bit. Same with Soderbergh too, where it's just like not the best Soderbergh, but just like very watchable. Very, okay. like, solid, very entertaining. Like, I could throw this on, watch it. To your point, the first 20 minutes I thought were fantastic. Where it's just him in this abandoned warehouse. We don't know what he's waiting for. Obviously, he's looking across the street at this hotel room. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe waiting for someone to show up. Uh, but he has that internal monologue that we're hearing. Uh, is We're establishing his rules of assassinery. Like, yeah. we're... Like, we're getting into the mind of him a little bit. And, like, some things, like, story-wise, like, didn't make sense to me. Like, he he obviously misses. He fails his assassination attempt in the beginning of someone who we're not sure of. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back home and people just brutally attack his girlfriend. Yeah. And I... then 20 minutes later, he goes to the lawyer's house and he's like, you shouldn't have gone home. And I'm like, what the, What does that mean? Like, what yeah. do you mean you shouldn't have gone home? And he stresses that point a couple times where it's just not sure what that yeah, meant. Yeah, I guess missed. Um, no, 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 but like why, like, why would, like, you shouldn't have gone home. Like, you shouldn't have seen that your girlfriend's got attacked? I guess, like, home? if he was home, I don't know. I, yeah, maybe you shouldn't it was have like, gone home. trying to be your friend and, like, you shouldn't have gone home, man. I don't know, but you gotta go home. I think it's also, like, don't miss. You missed. We don't do that. True, and but it should have been like you should have had a home, you know. Like I don't know, you should have gone home. Like it's just you, yeah. you should never have made roots anywhere. Like, I did. I did like. I it was super cool. Was that just, like, it was like a little plot hole. I was just like, what do you, what did they mean by you shouldn't have gone home? It it seemed like this character, the killer, like he kind of fucked up a couple more times, and it was cool to watch. It was almost like, uh, 
the Batman, where like he's brand new at being Batman, yeah, and he Pat, kind of Pat stumbles around, Batman. yeah, Pat, but like comes from like there's Batman. a couple scenes, Batman. <laughs> um, there's a couple scenes where like, in this movie where like his character just drops the ball and he's like fumbling with a gun or something, but it isn't funny. It's just like, oh my, I'm feeling bad for this dude. Like, especially with the monologue and how jacked he is and all this, and he's like so good at like being an assassin. Right. And then like right at the last moment, it's like. God, like you know, he like messes up. I like, yeah, that. I like that a lot. Yeah, Jack. Did you not, think the but... the comedy worked in this at all? Like a little little funny little things they put in there, like yeah. when he's I like, smirked. I was a couple smiles. Like it was pretty good. When he's like, uh, I don't know, just like going through the airport and he's using like old comedian names. Oh, like Sam no. Malone. No, like I didn't. Cheers, get that. bartender, and like okay, is that what that uh, was? Felix Unger and Oscar Madison, like the odd couple. Like every is that what, every one of the, his okay. identity was like some. Like, or we'd like listen to the Smiths while every time he, he yeah, tries to kill someone. Yeah, there was a lot of that going on. You know, on. I was just like, none of that kind of worked for me. I'm like, yeah, this is no, kind of just like I had no corny. idea they were this old. This is very corny stuff. Comedians, I know. Oh, you, didn't, you didn't pick up on and that? And I was kind of Like, characters from old sitcoms. Oh, Like, was, Archie okay. Bunker. Like, I don't know if these are Archie Bunker, but like, you know. I think just, they did. Yeah. They might have. And I don't know if that was like kind of a play on, you know, someone more well-rounded in like the cultural world would have picked up on like your name's not Sam Malone or your name's not Archie Bunker or whatever, where it's just like, he's kind of just using these names and thinking like, Oh, it's so easy to go under the radar. Even if you use these very oblivious, like very oh, obvious names. Like if my name was George Bush flying through an airport and everyone just like, kind of like, yeah, next, like we're not registering Got and it. things like that. Yeah. They did kind of, linger on that it was it was they they did. Really, like, every time you go somewhere there was like thank you Mr. it was the same scene just it was, a different name I know. and he would like smirk and walk away and I'm like I don't know what's happening I don't know why I keep seeing this over and over again right. a lot of these people so it doesn't really work for me but you do you yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's like David Fincher I feel like just trying to like make himself laugh a little yeah, bit yeah maybe like not, yeah. not making me laugh but what did you think about the ending because like the ending kind of so he confronts let me get the spoiler button but, okay, spoiler. Um, this is a big time spoiler alert. He confronts the guy who put the hit on him, essentially, right? It's good. I like that scene. It's a good scene. That guy in was the, in, in the hotel room. Mm-hmm, why does he not kill him? In his own house. Was why does he not house. kill him? That was in that guy, that guy was in Jurassic Park: The Lost World. <laughs> <laughs> a little FF for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, why did he kill him? Why didn't he kill because him? Because he was too well-known? I don't think he did anything wrong. Like, it wasn't his... He didn't put the hit out on his wife. It wasn't his fault that happened. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He just was told, like, there's some insurance. You want to, like, take it? And he was like, sure. I don't really know what that means. I'm just, like, I'll buy the insurance. And this was what but it was. he killed everyone associated with that attack on his wife. Yeah. Well, he says, like, look, I just want you to understand how easy it is to get you. Like, here I am. Standing here. I can do this. Maybe next time. Right. It'll just be, you break your neck falling down the stairs. Which right. was a fucked up scene when he kills the woman. The secretary? Yeah. I thought that was... Um, I thought that was good. I like that scene. Only because... It's funny, that was the one moment where he, the killer, and in his internal monologue, he kept saying, like, don't yeah. give empathy. Don't human. display empathy. He gave Sticks her empathy. Plan. Because he's yeah. like, don't make me disappear so my kids will never see me. Yeah. And, he has her where she quote unquote trips down the stairs. Yeah, it's just like. But you know, also, why kill her? Accident. Like, what did she do wrong? But that that but that's my problem with yeah. the final scene where it's right. just like we have to we kill everyone associated with yeah. this. Some weird. Leave him. Points here that are missing. 
But I don't know. I enjoyed it. Maybe you're right. Three point five. Oh, I, I had a great time watching. Yeah, yeah I, I'll, I'll watch this. I'll yeah. definitely rewatch this as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, David Fincher's you know one of the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. But even the cab driver, like he kills the cab driver. Oh yeah. Like it's just like that's what I'm saying. It's just like yeah, he had nothing to do with it, but you're not gonna kill that guy at the end. But maybe that's a part of it is that like he fucked up. Like he's just he's kind of I don't know I don't know. Maybe he just like. He should have, and he killed the one person he should kill, and he killed everybody else. You know, maybe it's like that. How do you feel about Finger's body? Finger's body, not Finger. Finger's body, Fast Finger's body. First of all, the shot with David Fincher coming in naked (laughs) and then walking off. He was at the Equinox. What the fuck was that? (laughs) Yeah, what a flex. What a flex if he just got jacked for one shirtless exiting the shower scene at the Equinox. And that's such a little, like, oh, that's David Fincher. Oh, you can tell. Like, right? He walks out, stands full frontal, and then keeps walking. It's like Scorsese <laughs> at the end of Killers of the Flower Moon. Just Completely comes up. Naked. He's a jacked 85-year-old now. <laughs> God, Fincher's body. Um. Uh, what did you think of it? What, what did you think of Fastbender's body? Fastbender's body. I was surprised, pleasantly surprised, I think. He's fucking limber. Yes. Why is he so limber? He's so bendy. I love it. Yeah, he's like a Twizzler. He lives up to his name. He lives up to his name. Fast Bendy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also like this guy's fe- he's a little scary. Fearfully thin. Yeah, yeah fearfully. Thin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. It's my favorite Weight Watchers program. <laughs> scared thin. The scared thin program. They get you. They get you. <laughs> what, what does that entail? Like you're about to eat a donut. <laughs> Pops out of a closet and scares you. Yeah, you know, handgun to the head. Oh, okay, 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 okay. You know, or they go boo. Scared you know? thin. <laughs> Scared thin program. Oh, that's good. Jesus. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. He was kind of scary, huh? I don't know. I can see all of his veins. Yeah, like he was one. like too vascular. Yeah, all. What is it? Twenty <laughs> miles in your body of veins? Yeah, I can see. I don't know. But we saw them, them all. Yeah, yep. we, we traveled them all for sure. <laughs> we traveled them all. Ran that marathon. Yeah, the yeah. marathon of of, of Fastbender. <laughs> yeah, weird stuff, bud. So I don't know. Also, kind of jealous. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, he looks good. To be fair, he looks bendy. Yeah, you did, tried. Did being you know that hung and and also being that yeah. thin. Shout out to shame. Do you uh, did you know that the guy who played the brute? And the Florida scene was the one of the bad guys from The Last Deal. Really? Yeah. He was like the, the stuntman. Wow. Good Turned for him. heavy in Last Deal. Wow. So I don't remember if he was that jacked or not in The Last Deal. I don't deal. think he was that jacked. Really? He got he big. He put the work in. That's so dope. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy we smokes. like The Last Deal. We yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. That's <laughs> sick, man. Okay, good. I like so, that. I like to see people succeeding. I saw his name on there. I was like, oh, Sala Baker. Like, I know that guy. I yeah, that that's yeah. fire. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the Marvels or what? Uh, or what? I think I got some record tracks, bro. Oh, you, you want to slide into these real quick? Yeah. Slip into these. What order do you want to... You know, let me just read them and you'll go for it, huh? How about that? Let's do it. Is that fun? Right, I'm going to scramble them up here a little bit. Ooh. Joaquin looks rough. Um, Saltburn. <laughs> we'll start with Saltburn. Because I read... No, we're not. We're going to put that all over here. Damn, you got my, you got my hoops up. Sorry. No, I don't want to do that right. Dream Scenario. Dream Scenario yeah. came out in 2023. It's rated R. has has one hour and 42 minutes attached to it. And the poster's cool. A hapless family man... Fi- I did want to see this. I don't want to see all of these movies you're about to talk, except for one. 
A hapless family man <laughs> finds his life turned upside down when millions of strangers suddenly start seeing him in their dreams. When his nightmare appearances take a nightmarish turn, Paul is forced to navigate his newfound stardom. So that's the IMDb. Damn, I really wanted to see this. It's the same for uh, Letterboxd. Good, good. Um, you wanted to see this, obviously. Yeah, really Great trailer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cranberry's music playing during the trailer. Oh, man. Getting everyone excited. Dude, hell yeah. Fantastic premise. Okay. Really good execution. Nice. But just not great. And I think the potential was there. I think the potential was there. I think the number one movie this made me think of was Bo was the first. Bo was the first. Okay, yeah, I was going to say that. And Ari Aster is an executive producer of this movie. Mm. And as you recall, Bo was afraid it's two hours and 59 minutes. Yeah. This movie is... Hour 42. An hour and 42. Great. So I would love it. Great, but I could have benefited from like 30 minutes of Bo is a phrase runtime. Mm. In a way where certain things didn't add up ultimately. Certain things weren't focused on enough to make you understand the characters and make you understand the plot as much as you could have. Okay. Um, First and foremost, though, Nick Cage is fantastic. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was just going to read it. I didn't say who was in it. It's Nick Cage. Unbelievable. Uh, D- uh, Emma Stone. No. Lily Bird, Nicholas Cage, Julianne uh, uh, Nicholson. <laughs> Julianne Nicholson. <laughs> Julianne <yeah. laughs> Nicholson. Okay. Nick Cage is incredible. Yeah? So, like, it's he's so... He's been doing so good. He's been it's... making some good films, right? Or at least he's good in the movies he's been doing. Yeah, I mean... Super I cool. mean, that's debatable, but... Okay. So we have like Renfield, Renfield, Renfield yeah, which I, yeah, I'm not a fan of. One, it's like, it's People him, like that. Him playing himself. But he was Pig. That? He was in the movie Pig right? last yeah. year or two years ago. Yeah. And I love that movie. I think the movie's fantastic. Okay. He has the ability to turn back the clock whenever he wants to. Yes. And it's such a frustrating career because he makes so many terrible movies. Well. I guess for money. Well. Or for his own enjoyment. So there's a theory. Okay. And I probably brought this up. But like the theory is that he either does awful films or phenomenal films, and there's not really like an in between movie. I can see it. So you can't like pick a Nick Cage film and be like, oh, it was okay. He was good. like, it is just like, holy shit, that was awful, or yeah. that it's either spectrum. So I think that's like part of his thing, part of his know. part of his shtick. Yeah, if you asked him, he'd probably be like, that. No, I just I make movies I want to make. But like, know. it just turns out that this is kind of the spectrum that they're right. on. So okay. He's fantastic. The acting in this movie is great. The editing is fantastic. The There's so many things about this movie that are great. I love this movie. Had a great time watching it. Okay. I think it had, it had some... It's a huge wreck. But great. I think it had the potential... A huge to, wreck. I think it had the potential... <laughs> capital R wreck. Yeah. Um, I think it had the potential to be seminal and like a classic. Mm. And I don't think it quite got there. I think it botched... A couple things in the third act. I'm. I want you to see this movie because there's one thing that bothered me, and it like struck me like a day later. Where they, there's two characters having a conversation, and there's a an, um, female Asian coworker listening in on the convos on two separate occasions. Never seen, never heard from again. And I'm like, it's interesting. Very weird. And they, and they pointedly f- they show her. Pointedly show her listening in wow. there's one Drop scene the ball, where huh? she's the, the wife julian nicholson's having a conversation with her boss and half the screen is them having a conversation and half the screen is this other woman sitting in a stairwell listening 
and this is the last time we see her. Like and we don't see thing? her again. So I'm just like, like a dream. I don't no, know. it wasn't a dream. Okay. But like, I'm just wondering, like, what was the purpose of that? And I asked a friend Bob, who also watched this, about that. He's like, I have no idea what this is about. And he picks up on a lot of things like that. Okay, um, that's strange. So fun. If you watch this movie, you will have a great time. Okay. Um, I am hyped to see it, man. It's so good. So that's great. What is the Emma Stone one I brought? Up? I was making a joke. Poor but things. Like that's coming. That's out as Poor well. Poor things is coming out next week. Okay. All right. Because um, that does also follow. Dream scenario. Movies. Huge recommendation. Great time. I applaud this movie for being ambitious and being very original. You know, it's what a concept. The dream sequences in this movie are so well shot and so violent that it is jarring. So wow. when everyone who starts to dream about Nicolas Cage murdering them in dream world, when that, when that starts to happen, when that starts to become the phenomenon, mm-hmm. like you can understand why they're having like traumatic days after they wake up. Oh wow. Like, cause there are so dry. It's not just like, normal I shouldn't say normal yeah, but, but like, not, like not just like oh that shook me and I woke up startled but then went back to bed like, right like, like you're falling off a cliff or like yeah. you know something like that like these are like jarring dreams wow. and they're just like it's obviously the it's funny because I mentioned Bo was afraid but this movie also has a lot in conversation with Tar which I mentioned earlier as mm-hmm. well Especially with this takes on cancel culture. And the last 20 minutes of this movie definitely echo a lot of the last 20 minutes of Tar as well. So I can kind of see a lot of parallels there. I'm curious to, to read some reviews from the writer-director of this if they're influenced by Todd Field's Tar. Okay. Because their last 20 minutes are eerily similar. Um, but if you liked The Bow Is Afraid, if you liked Tar, like this is kind of like a love love child. Okay. And it's, uh, it's really good. I'm, I'm just really looking original. up to see what else this person directed and he did not. Foreign guy, right? Uh, yeah. Christopher Borgli. He mm. didn't direct anything else. Yeah. And that, no, I mean, he did, but nothing of note. Nothing, nothing we might know. Nothing about. we've seen. Okay, great. Um, Napoleon. He came from nothing. He conquered everything. You remember Napoleon. You remember from the from school Bonaparte? Cool, cool, yeah. Dynamite. You remember? Like, okay. uh, I still haven't seen the movie Napoleon. Boney. Dynamite. <laughs> so Napoleon, starring Napoleon. Uh, Ridley Scott as a director, and then Joaquin Phoenix, Vanessa Kirby, friend of the pod, friend of the pod, yeah, and Tahar Rahim. Um, and I want Vanessa Kirby to play Sue Storm. Sue Storm. Thank you, Bob. Could get that. <laughs> um, an epic that details the checkered rise and fall of French Emperor Napoleon Bonaparte and his relentless journey to power through the prism of his addictive, volatile relationship with his wife, Josephine. I hated this movie. <laughs> Damp squib. Damp squib. Two hours and wow. 40 minutes Dude. of slog. Huge buildup for this shit. Holy shit. Napoleon's coming out. We're you know what this way. movie was? What was it? It was Ridley Scott's attempt to make Napoleon as a, a figure of history just inconsequential. Like, he mm. wasn't a big deal. So the movie attempts, has a lot of attempts at mockery, a lot of attempts at humor at Napoleon's behalf. Just doesn't work. Doesn't make for interesting material to watch does not make for a fun watch interesting watch anything like that it's like short jokes not even short jokes but just 
being a child, being impetuous, not being able to please his wife, his wife cheats on him and he acts out in response to it and his military shortcomings and how he wasn't very strategic on the battlefield and all of these things. And it's just like, I see what you're going for, but like this wasn't worth a two hour and 40 minute movie endeavor. Like, I don't, first of all, Walking Phoenix is a total miscast. Really? Total miscast. They don't, he doesn't even try an accent. Which I just have problems. That with. was huge for me as a he trailer. does not have an accent. Always a fucking problem. So I'm like, like, you, you could a... have casted someone to at least affect an accent. Or here's something fun: a French actor. Yeah, they have. You them. know, I thought they of? exist. Matthias Schoenarts, who I love, who I say the name, you might not recognize it, but if you no. wa- if you see him, you'd be like, oh, that guy. Great, would have been dope. Sure, um, I believe you. They didn't even bother with like makeup. On Young Napoleon. Like, Joaquin Phoenix is supposed to be like 27, and he looks like Joaquin Phoenix just walked onto set from that present day. Sucks. So it's like Ridley Scott, I don't know if he's being lazy. I don't know if he's trying to say something. Didn't work. Okay. And we're just like, everyone else in this movie has an accent, and then Joaquin Phoenix is just to- is speaking like complete. You know, that's a shame. And it's just like, it takes me out immediately. Yeah. And it's just, sucks. it's one of those things where we have like Emily Blunt and Pain Hustlers, and we're just like, wow, you are not this part, and yeah. I'm out of this movie. It's yeah. just one of those things where it's just, I'm done. How's Vanessa? She's good. Great. Yeah. The movie ultimately hinges on his relationship with Josephine, with Vanessa Kirby. Mm-hmm. And. It's not interesting. They don't build it up enough. And, they, and it's weird because they focus so much in the movie on their relationship. I still don't have a great idea of who she was as a person. That sucks. And I read or heard at least recently that so much of what was cut from this and that's going to be in Ridley Scott's like four-hour directorial cut Jesus. are a lot of Vanessa Kirby scenes. And Which... I'm like, I wish I had seen those. That's about right. I feel like it's a, a, a common trend this year where these directors have made these movies. They're like acclaimed directors have made these movies where they're focusing on the wrong people. Yeah. Whereas like this movie should have just be called Josephine. Well, this is what he did with the last, the last duel or whatever, right? What was the last? Should have been the last duel. Like the, it was the same because he directed that, right? He did. So the same situation was that it focused on the wrong goddamn people. And then we get like a last clip of her perspective at the end. And it's like, just... I want to watch that movie. What's I don't need to see you? Matt Damon's storyline, Adam no, Driver. Yeah. What's the matter with you? So make but even in jo- more recent memory. called a Josephine and Napoleon was in it, you know? But even in more recent memory, uh, Killers of Flyer Moon. Yes. That's Let's put Lily Gladstone yeah. as the, as the, the main star. And I get that Scorsese wants to make the fact that the Native Americans are not the main star of their own movie, more of a commentary on the fact that yeah. they don't even have, to this day the rights and the perspective and the voice to make their own movie. I yeah. get that, but it doesn't make for an entertaining watch. No. Like, Even that's if the problem. Like, like yeah. this, you can have such a cool idea, but if you don't make it entertaining and engaging, it's not going to translate the screen. This movie was not no. good. No. This was not good. I'm surprised Ridley Scott didn't walk on screen naked. <laughs> Super jacked. You know? It's not the killer. <laughs> His friends are doing it. Can't, can't wait for the Fincher cut. Can't wait for it. Dude, if there's... They're all coming out naked. So hammered. And we're can't wait. Sorry. Okay, so Napoleon... One and a half. Whoa! Oh no, buddy! Oh. 
have a knack. God damn. <laughs> All right. You heard it here last. That's crazy. Can I touch on best Christmas ever first? Sure can. Okay. Yeah, that's the next one. Yeah. This is a... <laughs> this movie. I didn't watch. <laughs> I don't want to. Wow. I'm looking at uh, Heather Graham's eyes and they're just <laughs> bulging out of its skull. <laughs> um, best... This is the name of the movie. It's Best Christmas Ever. But it, here's how it's written. Best period Christmas period ever! Exclamation point. Nice. Sorry. Great use just, of I just need to say it yeah. because this is a podcast and you can't see what I'm looking at. This is 2023. <laughs> it's TV PG. Oh, was it really? Yep. Oh, okay. An hour and 22 minutes. Dude, there's a shot where they're in a car and it looks like they have like a, a screen <laughs> playing movement behind. Like, sure. it, dude, what the hell? All right. What a yeah. nightmare. Friendships are put. This is the IMDb. Friendships are put to the ultimate test over a boastful holiday newsletter. Period. Probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Jason Biggs, Brandy. The I like singer, Jason Biggs, man. And Heather Graham. Whew, this is man. the worst movie you've ever. One of the worst. Seen. No, no, no. One of the one worst. Of the, yeah, it's definitely in the top. 25. Talk about it, man. I'm trying to not look at the not trailer. Not good, man. Not good. <laughs> Like one of those, me. so it's Talk one of those Netflix Christmas movies that they just pump out every sure. year. So last a year, mechanical. last year I kind of feel like it was the Lindsay Lohan falling for Christmas movie mm-hmm. that came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, in comparison, that movie is uh, an Oscar winner. <laughs> Goodfellas, <laughs> <laughs> easily. easily. Um, Shit. It's like it's worse than a Lifetime movie. Wow. And this looks like a commercial. It, it, like, it feels like a really like bad a, Audi commercial. Like a fuck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that's really fucking funny. Uh, and Holy I like Heather shit. Graham. Yeah, and I so like do Jason I. Biggs. Yeah, and I like you know Brady. what? I Why wanted not? to have a good time. I wanted to watch it. It's like an hour and twenty minutes, which is great. It was yeah. a breeze. Mm-hmm. Did not feel like a real Some commercials. Yeah. It feel it. It felt. They're in a hot air balloon at one point. <laughs> I mean, with VFX, they are. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just really bad, not fun. I just wanted the fun, turn your brain off Christmas film. I mean, as bad as the Lindsay Lohan movie was last year, I think I enjoyed that a little bit more. Wow. And I still gave that a one star. Yeah. But this movie is easily a point five. Wow. So. Okay. Terrible. Terrible. Can you give me a, like a scene that you were like, geez, roll your eyes, like something, that, like a line or something? Whole movie. Really? The whole movie. Really? Start to finish. It's just bad. It's just like pointless characters with motivations that those don't make sense. What's the um, newsletter thing? That's interesting. Friendships are put the ultimate test of a boastful holiday newsletter. So Heather, newsletters. Graham, so Heather Graham and Jason Biggs are a married couple with two kids. Every year they get a newsletter from Brandy and her perfect family where they send out a, a Christmas newsletter about all the developments in their family throughout the whole year and how positive they are. And Heather Graham That's hates them yeah, it sucks. because she's like, I don't need to just advertise my family and my life like this. Uh-huh. And she completely and they're I think they're friends from high school or something like that. Okay. And the family is trying to go to her sister's new house for Christmas and her son takes over the GPS and puts in Brandy's address without her knowing it. So they show up at Brandy's like palatial estate no. and they get snowed in. No. And it's the two families having a Christmas together. Okay. And we soon realize that. Immediately no. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately no. I know. I, I, am, I'm, I have a really great sense of 
direction geography i'm pretty sure yeah. like i can go one place one time and know how to get there forever but like i just know that if I, i'm going somewhere i'm starting to go a different way i'm like it's not this way i know that much well there like, is the, what the there fuck? is the line where wow i didn't think your sister really lived this far so so it's then like, pull over <laughs> check the john what, <laughs> like, what the fuck? so lines like that okay all right got it got it point five okay so we're moving on well Make amends with old friends is the is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Saltburn, baby. Saltburn, mama. Really wanted to see this movie. This yeah. is incredible. Before you do your thing, yeah. let me just read it. This is the letterbox. Saltburn. Dude, I was on this like a year ago. The trailers were coming out. And I, really? Yeah. I, I just It's just tough man stuff yeah. now. To I hit a deer it. with a car. I hit a car with a deer. I hit. I killed an animal, and I haven't had my. You said my, it right the first time. <laughs> okay, I haven't had my vehicle in like like three fucking months. So it's just been tough to me. Like get to. It doesn't matter. So Talper. Sorry everybody. I'm not watching movies. Talper 2023, directed by Emerald. I have a lot of mouth. Uh, Emerald Fennell. 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 We're all about to lose our minds. Struggling to find his place at Oxford University, student Oliver Quick finds himself drawn into the world of the charming and aristocratic Felix Caton who invites him to Saltburn, his eccentric family's sprawling estate, for a summer never to be forgotten. This poster's sick. How do you feel? What do you think? I don't know what to say, because two things. Mm -hmm. This is either one of my favorite movies of the year, or my favorite movie of the year. Whoa. And I don't know what it is. Yet. I know. I don't know what it is yet. Wow. This movie is incredible. All right. I'm going to watch this shit before the end of the year. I'm not going to ruin anything. Okay. But did you ever see The Talented Mr. Ripley with Matt Damon Mm-mm. from the 90s? No. Very, very inspired by that. Okay. So you should watch that. Maybe watch it after. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because. Is that what you did? No, I watched oh. Ripley maybe like three or four years ago. Okay. But. I knew those comparisons going into it, and they're spot on. Wow. So Barry Keoghan, Keoghan plays the main character. And, I mean, I feel honored and justified because I was on his camp from, like, American Animals from, like, yeah. day one. Whereas it's like, Jeez. this guy has it, and no one's seen that movie, and that movie's incredible. That movie is sensational. He's fantastic. Jacob Elordi plays the object of his desire in this movie. And as someone who's not a huge Euphoria fan... Mm-hmm. He's a movie star. Wow. He's unbelievable. Wow. Like, he's just, like, he captures the screen like he could be the next, like, icon. Wow. And, like, I didn't think he had it in him. Because I his character on Euphoria is completely deplorable. Okay. And, like, you hate him. And this movie, it's just, like, he's not, he doesn't play, like, a sympathetic character by any means. What's his name? Joseph Ferrari? Uh, Jacob Alordi. Jacob Alordi. A lot of the movie just rests on the idea that if you saw him, you would fall mm. in love with him immediately. Yeah, and the movie does a great job of just making you do that. <laughs> He's gigantic. He's very tall. Um, <laughs> yeah. I really liked Emerald Fennell's first movie, Promising Young Woman, which you just watched. I did just uh, watch She won an that. Oscar for writing that movie. Yeah. Um, it plays on a lot of the themes and filmmaking that that movie does but it just makes it tenfold she makes this movie a period piece which as old as we are a period piece does mean 2006 now Mm -hmm. and there's a montage Uh to time to pretend by mgmt 
and it's just oh, like wow. and i'm just like this <laughs> oh, just just yeah, takes dude. me back Hell and it's yeah. so so it's dude, I, I don't know the specific matter. name for the aspect ratio but when like the sides are short is it like 16 9 mm, what is that no, that's tiktok uh it's like 14 something 14 yeah, something it's, like, uh, it's shot that way really this cool. movie is one of the most beautifully thing beautifully directed movies i've seen this year easily okay. like it is a work of art just the shots that she pulls just unbelievable the wow. performances she gets out of her actors are just incredible it's very much inspired by call me by your name as well which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies of all time um there's an actress in this allison oliver that has one scene in particular that it's a, some of the best acting that i've ever seen wow. i'm just like where did you find her? Like, wow. where is she coming from? Even better and, than Timmy Shall and Call Me By Your Name. I mean, that's one of the top five of all time. Yeah, but I remember when you just aside today. I remember when you told me to go see Timothy uh, Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, it's really good. And I was like, okay, great. And you're like, I don't know what Timothy Chalamet is doing with his face. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? I just watch it. I don't know what he's doing with his face. I still don't know, man. It's I really amazing. don't know. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> okay. he's, he's. And you're right. <laughs> I don't want to go by. I don't want to go and Call Me By Your Name corner. Sure. But, He's just, uh, he's otherworldly in that. Sure. But, I mean, Barry Keoghan is more of a internal and stoic performance than that because he plays the shy, introverted type, but there's more that meets the eye with him. Okay. Um, you know who's in this movie? Is the main star of Gran Turismo. Uh, yeah, I just saw the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you Why? know what? Like, I walked out of Gran Turismo thinking he wasn't a good actor. Okay. He's so good in this. See, but that's I, in Grand Turismo. I know of the things. I'm, yeah. I'm, I think of he was one of the better things for me. Oh, you like that? Okay. Yeah. I was okay, like, good. he is not the problem with this movie. So like, he has some good spots. You know, it's funny because sure. I I walked away from that and I'm like, he was fine, but I don't know if he was much of an actor. And this movie, I'm just like, this is the guy. Wow. Like he's great. Interesting. Yeah. So it's just like, he might think that way too. You're gonna love this movie. Okay. And this movie has probably one of the most memorable endings. Wow. Where it's just, um, I'm in. I'm, I'm on. Say less. Let's this go. is not an A24 movie, but it has the most A24 feeling esque ending wow. possible. Oh well. shit! Yeah. That's great. Yeah, we love that. Do you think it's pretentious for a person to like A24 films? No. Okay. Not anymore. Neither do I. It's only the best movie studio we have now. Yeah, right. It, it That's can't true. Be anymore. That's true. Yeah. Saw some stupid TikTok where it was like, "Here's how to make an A24 movie," and it was a chart of like animals, and then like something fucked up happens to them, and then the family comes together. Like, I don't people you know, dancing. There's actually a dance scene though. Uh, the what? There's always a dance. Yeah, scene. like it was yeah. like, "Here's how to the algorithm." Like, oh, don't do that. Like, these are good films, you know. Go anyway, see okay, seeing Saltburn. Um, Two hours, fifteen minutes, flies by. Great, fantastic. Um, you want to talk about the last film of the night? We're here. So. We did it. Holy smokes. Um, this is called, well, play, hit, play music. This year's, we hope, number one motion picture. Uh, this is called The Marvels. It's by Marvel Studios. Came out this year. This is the IMDb. Um, Carol Danvers gets her powers entangled with those of Kamala Khan and Monica Rambeau, forcing them to work together to save the universe. The tagline is higher, further, faster, together. Um, the Letterbox one's a little bit longer. Holy shit, is it longer? <laughs> Don't read it. Let's just talk about it. But, like, yeah, like, what? Don't even bother. Fuck them. Yeah. Um, 
Higher, further, faster, stronger. What do you think, man? Um, well, this movie, man, is we haven't had a Marvel thing in a, in a minute, right? What was it? It maybe probably like a show? The uh, the the, the last scroll, movie the scroll? was um, Guardians. Guardians in May. Scrolls. It was Secret Evasion. Yeah, Sam Jackson Secret show. Evasion. And then yeah. this. And well, we had Loki. Yeah, Loki just two. yeah, Loki just came out. Like I'm very excited to check this out. And this movie was uh, bad. <laughs> it wasn't a Marvel. This movie. Was awful, <laughs> and I saw a TikTok of like Rambo, the character. Like I guess she was in her her uh, Monica. Yeah, Monica. She was in her trailer in the suit. Like I guess maybe for the first time, and it was on her own cell phone, and she was like dancing around, like like whatever, like enjoying herself. Yeah, and it was like the plot of the Marvels. <laughs> this is what we're watching: mm. just fucking playful nonsense, bullshit, nightmare, waste of time, ness. And I think every single character, every single person, everything in this movie was just uh, action. Say the line and then cut. And they were like, great, moving on. And it was just like, let's get this thing done. And then someone cut it together. I don't care who. And whoever that person was, was doing it in between making soup. And they kept getting up and just like, it'll cut itself. Let me go get my, I got to peel onions. Let me come back. Oh, I guess. I forgot I was in the middle of editing. Let me keep working. <laughs> what a nightmare, dude. What a nightmare. Like, the only saving grace, maybe, was Brie. Because I just love Brie at all, at all times and everything. But even she was just, like, phoning it the hell in. Yeah. You know? I just... I had a different I, saving grace, but continue. Okay. I, I'll probably think of another one. I don't remember the villain's name. Like, I don't remember it. I don't even think I knew it as it was happening. Who is this person? Why do we care? What's at stake? Where's the consequences? What's happening? I just, I don't know. Um, I probably would have liked it more if I watched. That's her. That's her? <laughs> do you remember? That's what she looked like? I, remember, yeah. I don't remember what she looked yeah. like. Jesus. She was that memorable. I think I would have liked it more if, Kamala, if I watched Kamala Khan's show, uh, Ms. Marvel. Um, I probably would have at least been like tied a little bit to her. But like. I don't know, man. Maybe a saving grace for me is like, without spoiling yet, but like cat scenes. You can spoil it. It's fine. You want to spoil it? Yeah. All right, we'll hit the spoiler button. No, we don't have the spoiler button. Let's All right, fine. We're it. spoiling it. <laughs> um, it like it, uh, the cat sh- scenes. Anything with a cat was very funny. The cat was eating oh, I hated shit. it, but it you hated fun. it. Yeah, but it was like the only thing interesting yeah. that was going on. It was like, oh, every time a cat the came on, I was like, the hell oh, the cat's gonna eat something. Oh, it did it. And then I'll be like, okay, it did it. And now it's running out of steam, but it's the only thing that got me living. Yeah. Again. Why? Is there a dance, a dance number, like a, like a, a Disney dance number in the middle of this goddamn movie? What is happening? You man? know what I think we should start doing because I thought of this when I watched it. Is is like we should write down the moment, the exact minute where we would walk out of a movie. That's great. <laughs> I love that because as yes. soon as they started singing on that planet, I wanted to leave. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. I was like, I'm done. That I'm out. Now let me. I'm out. So that idea of having an entire race only talk through song is great. I think that's fine. Why is it in this Marvel movie? Why was this the thing? Well, don't, remember, don't you remember that Nia Costa wanted to make a fun, silly Marvel movie because we haven't had one of those in a while? Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. This movie was great. <laughs> Ten out of ten. She so said like, that. Really? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you doing that for? These are yeah. superheroes. I want to watch them beating the piss out of each other, beating the brakes off of people. Like, let's go! You, you, you want got one of the most brakes. <laughs> <laughs> I just you got Mar- Captain Marvel. 
She's the strongest one. Not anymore. Fuck shit up, no, dog. You, you watch Secret Invasion. It's not the strongest person okay, anymore. Yeah, it's just, I, it's just like, it's just a waste of time, man. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't really have. I, I'm just tired. You know, no. I'm just tired. You go to bed. Thank you. Don't go to bed. No. No Betty Boos. No. You I know what? Stay like, awake and watch the, good movies. The main bright spot of this movie for me was Amon Vellani, who played. Uh, Miss Marvel. She was only, fantastic. only because she was great. I thought the TV show was good. Okay, I really enjoyed it. She, she and pulled the, her. She brought all the show's a mess. Uh, it tries to cram way too much into six hours, but she's energetic. Okay, she's got she's got life and she's got like yes, a she spark to her, yeah. which I think translated well to the big screen, and yeah. she held her own against everyone else. She sure did. Um, but you're right, though. The, my main thing with this movie, and I have it right now as, I think, the second worst Marvel movie after mm. Love and Thunder. Yeah, Love and Maybe Thunder. Maybe after me. Black Widow, somewhere along those lines. Yeah. But I give it a one. But yeah. I, it's very obvious that this movie was hacked to bits in the editing room. Yeah. Because you, you can just like kind of see where it's like scenes don't match up. From one yeah. to the next. Even if you're not an editor, it was just like suddenly they're talking and and. There's one scene yeah. in particular where it's just like they're getting off a ship. I don't know if you remember this, but like the three ladies are are walking off of a ship. They just land on the planet and they're walking off of a ship and they're about to talk and they start having this meaningful dramatic dialogue and it's shot from like a mile away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, why are we not like in their face right now? Yeah. Like, why are we not seeing the emotion on their face play out? Like, we're literally a mile away. They, like, look like ants in the background. And yeah. I'm like, this is such a weird shot. Like, why would you why would you take to this? Yeah. So weird. it's it's funny because Nia DaCosta directed Little Woods with Lily James and Tessa Thompson from a couple years ago, which was a really good opioid drama okay. in, like, Minnesota. Candyman? Uh, or... or North Dakota and our second film was Candyman which okay. you know for Whoa. all of its third flaw, third act flaws was a really good movie and it was a really well directed movie and this is our third film and this is a major step back like uh. I don't there's no vision here and I don't know if it's her fault or I don't know if it's all cut to bits on the editing room floor like I don't know what was like hacked to bits after the fact in post Clearly, Marvel's been struggling. I don't know if it's like they cut a lot of things out because they want to take things in a different direction, um, which I have to think is the case because she's better than this movie. Mm. Like, none of the comedy in this works. It kind of rewrites Secret Invasion, and it's weird because I believe this movie is supposed to take place before Secret Invasion, and it's just... I don't know if they're even going to consider Secret Invasion moving forward in the MCU because it was so poorly received. Yeah. Like, they're just going to, like, kind of view that as, like, a, a blind spot. How they have, like, Harry Styles as being Thanos' brother. Like, yeah. are we ever going to see that? Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Or all of the Eternals. Are we ever going to see that? Probably not. Yeah. Um, I think I feel the same thing will happen with Secret Invasion, which probably isn't for the worst. Yeah. Um, None of this movie works. Like you said, the villain is not memorable. Um, the best parts of the movie are when the three ladies are just like hanging, hanging out and yeah. palling around. I'm like, this is fun. Yeah. Let's just do this. Yeah. Why are we, if we're going to be 
if we're gonna have like this level of comedy, let's just like keep that throughout. Like yeah. let's just hang out with them, not have the yeah. dramatic end of world stakes, not have this Sam Jackson plotline that does not work, mm-hmm. or have a Mom Volani's family on the spaceship trying to crack jokes, like yeah. And the cat stuff just didn't work for me. Um, they were leaning so heavily on those things that were like that were so not strong, but using them to create pillars for the film, and it just wasn't working. I should say this: like I think I saw this opening day. I, I sat next to some dude watching this, and he was laughing hysterically. Oh he was like crying at the right moment, <laughs> cheering at the right. He audibly gasped at the, one of the post-credit scenes. <laughs> like I was, je- I was honestly, I was, I was jealous, man. I was yeah. jealous. What that, movie like, you watching, bud? Let's go. <laughs> but he has this level of this excitement, man. When you got Fraser Crane coming on, big blue guy at the end there, yeah. and I'm like, what? Who is Fraser Crane? The Beast. Yeah, but is that who's the actor playing him? Yeah, Kelsey Grammer. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler. I think he voiced. I think he voiced. Oh, uh, Beast in the in the old. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. That's huge. Like okay. the X Men Days of Future yeah. Past or those ones. Yeah. yeah. That was fine. I was like, oh, exciting, cool. We brought yeah. the X Men on. Here we go. We're yeah. doing it. We're in a timeline. Um. Yeah. yeah. Right now we got some. We'll What's figure the other out uh, credit scene? Do you remember? The other one was like a incredibly forced puzzle piece scene of her inviting like I'm trying to start a young Avengers. Oh, do you want Avengers. to be young? She's like, I'm not young. He's like, Well, you're. Where do you wanna? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't love, know we're doing that. I love Haley. Jesus. Oh yeah, she's, she's the best. Haley okay. Steinfeld should be the one recruiting everyone. Correct. Yeah. Not a Mamalani. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I don't, dude. I don't know either. And I just, it, it, it fearful for anything moving forward because, like, again, I, I love. We just love these characters so much. I love Silver Surfer. You know, I just like. I want it to. I just want to be. I, I just want to be so freaking cool. I remember watching yeah. these movies, and it was so cool. And and it's tough it when cool. you have a villain who is not also cool. Like Batman and Spider Man, they've got great rogues gallery. Like that's like their villains are so iconic and memorable and incredible and they're terrifying and it's a nightmare and if you don't have that we know the heroes are cool like, they're cool. you know what i'm gonna push back, a, I'm gonna push back a little bit only okay. because what we saw earlier this year was ant-man 3 and kang was awesome yeah he's a villain he's cool the yeah. rest of the movie is trash okay he's cool you're not wrong so like i i know what you're saying though i just i don't i just don't think that it's an important piece there there's too many hands in all of these films where they're not their own anymore. Too many cooks. Yeah. Too many cooks. Too many you cooks. Know? Well, but I hear what you're saying though. So you know what the, the silver lining about all of this is? What? We have one Marvel movie next year. That's fantastic. And it's Deadpool three. Yeah. And it seems like they're putting a lot of, so we got a it. nice little break. I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but I've been seeing a lot of people are saying it is confirmed, but the secret Avengers secret wars they're saying is Tobey Maguire and Hugh Jackman are going to lead the film. Like, I haven't seen that. Yeah, okay. so it's like Spidey, Wolverine, they're going to do it, and it's going to be, we'll see what happens. Okay. But like, because they are losing big name actors in a way to like, who's who's ahead of this? Who's the head of this thing anymore? We don't got Cap, we don't got Iron Man, what's in, Well, what do it's we supposed to be Brie, and Brie doesn't want to be this part anymore. Tom Holland no. doesn't want to be this part anymore. Yeah. You know, it's just like everyone's jumping shit because. I want to do it real acting, quote unquote, you know. And this I mean, movie absolutely bombed. Yeah. So it's, and you can tell. It's like finally I said, hitting tell. some yeah. of the Disney X pockets, which yeah. is good. And I think that like DC, just to take a couple seconds to talk about this, but I think DC might have a good 
chance to, if they do it right, they'll be like, all right, they're going to take the next 10 years and make lots of content that would hopefully be good. Or you can just take another 10 years and make a bunch of trash and we're all just going to yeah. be mad. We'll watch it. We'll give you our money, but you, we don't like you. <laughs> like, you know, we don't like that next year off too, right? Damn thing. Cause Superman's not till 25. Superman legacy. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of Sony films next year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Madam Web, Craven. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to yeah. talk about that. <laughs> so, overall, don't go see the Marvels. Yeah, guys, um, it's just don't do it. Like just watch some, Seems. One star for me? What do you got? Half a star. Nice. Just done. Good for you. Thank you. All the way down I there. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening. Episode 25. Hell yeah. Nice work. That was a good one. It yeah. feels like it's midnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 6.30. Yeah. I feel, I'm uh, yeah, sleepy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, dude. Uh, y'all. We have some exciting things though. Because yeah, the next so episode that we are going to drop... Is our end of the year pod? Yes, we're gonna do it. We're gonna be talking. We're gonna roll it. We're gonna roll it. We're roll gonna it be, out. We're gonna be chatting with um, about everything that's come out this year and what we love and what we yeah. hate and and but like on a more top tens and stuff. So good yeah. list and stuff. Best performances. Be yeah. Best movies. Best, best scenes. Yeah. Kind of what didn't work for us. Just an overall recap of the year. Yeah. We'll also release an episode with two of our good friends, Bob and Dexter, mm-hmm. where all of us will give our top tens. We'll give our worst fives. We'll talk about movies. Yeah. We'll cut, we're gonna make the end of the year a little bit more special. Yeah. So, so guys, happy holidays and happy birthday if it is your birthday today, and if you're the age of twenty-five. Happy birthday, or charm. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> when you get a chance, look up charm. Like what the fuck? I'm not <laughs> Googling pictures of babies. 